Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast. Sal Vetri here, and today we have a three-game slate to break down Monday, March 9th. It's around 6 a.m. right now. Nice little three-game slate, and honestly, I have the whole thing projected out. It's When I say nice little three-game slate, it's because of the size of it. The actual value on the slate, the actual plays in the slate, as they are right now, are pretty much crappy. And it, it probably can only get worse. We'll see with some of these injuries. Um, maybe it gets a little bit better depending on all the Atlanta injuries, but there's not much going around right now. So um, with that being said, welcome if you're new here. I appreciate you tuning into the channel. I do have those projections and a bunch of other stuff available on Patreon. I'm an independent content creator. So if you want to support me over on Patreon, you can do so. Linked down below. Those projections and player pools are updated up until lock. I currently have 29 players in a player pool for this three-game slate. Probably will get a little less once value becomes a little more clear based on all these questionable tags in Atlanta and the questionable tags in Toronto. This video today is sponsored by Drafters.com. DFS Snake Drafts. Yes, Draft.com. I know people enjoy that. Playing best ball, playing snake drafts over there for DFS purposes. That is gone. That is no longer existing, but Drafters.com has been a sponsor of this channel for about a year and a half now going on about a year and a half to two years and um, they have a great product over there they really do they're gonna have best balls very soon and i'll be sure to aware you when they do but they have just season like how you do in a season long you snake draft they have that exactly for dfs every day for nba though little pro tip for you do not draft until maybe i don't know a half hour before lock just take as much time as you need because if you don't there's going to be some catastrophic injury um that makes things just a whole lot worse when you're drafting uh Giannis, let's say first pick i know he's out already today but then he gets ruled out mid-afternoon and you draft it in the morning so check out drafters.com if you want a 100 percent deposit bonus up to 50 dollars, you can use the promo code sal 100 i believe you could use that promo code regardless even if you already have deposited once you could try it out uh, to get just 100 percent deposit match so check that out drafters.com and let's get into the video now so starting in atlanta we have a good amount of injuries here. Um, you have DeAndre Hunter is questionable with the knee. DeAndre Bembry is questionable with an abdominal. I'm not projecting DeAndre Bembry even if he does play. I'm not giving him minutes as of right now based on the way I'm projecting this. Obviously, if some other players are hurt then he, and he plays, then he'll pick up some minutes. But currently, I'm projecting Hunter in for 31 minutes. I'm not projecting Bembry in. I'm not even giving him minutes. Currently, I'm projecting Reddish in for 28 minutes. He left Saturday's game with a lower leg injury. They said it was cramping related, so I'm suspecting that he does play. And Jeff Teague is questionable with an illness. I'm projecting him in for 17 minutes as of right now. So there's obviously a lot of guards that, that are dealing with injuries here. If you happen to get Teague out, well, then it's a bump for Brandon Goodwin. If Emery was to play, he'd probably take on the Brandon Goodwin role of like six minutes or so. If you get Cam Reddish and Teague out, well, now it's Brandon Goodwin into the 20s. It's Cam Reddish. It's DeAndre Emery. If he plays approaching the upper teens into the 20s. So that's where the value on the slate probably lies unless we get some sort of other news because Giannis is out today. So do exactly what you did last night. You got 35 minutes out of both Bledsoe and Middleton. You got them doing exactly what you expected out of their price points. Absolutely smashing the slate. There you got again the two best plays on tonight's slate for me. Um, it is pretty clear. Giannis is not in. Their price is nowhere near rebounded to what they should have. Bloodsoes goes up $300. And now he's a 1.5 fantasy point per minute producer with Giannis off the court. Middleton's actually sees somewhat of a rise to this upper 7K range, but still um, raids out as my number two play overall in the slate right now. So hard to ignore them with Giannis out. Giannis being out, the big thing, the big piece of news we were trying to watch is what happens with Marvin Williams and Ersan Ilyasova. I was projecting Williams to start, then we get the news that he wasn't. So obviously I bumped Ilyasova up. I gave Ilyasova at that point 24 minutes. I gave Williams around 22 minutes in my projections. 
Um, it made her sound like a little bit better. It made them both look like they were in play. But what you ended up getting happening was that they went very small. They took Brook Lopez off the court at times. He only played his normal 27 minutes, even with the honest off. And they put Marvin Williams at the center uh, for some stretches in that game. Ursan also wasn't doing anything. He was dead air out there. He had like seven rebounds, no points. He was just brutal. Didn't even attempt a shot, I don't think. Had a turnover or two. So uh, I'm really not sure what they're going to do with this. Just obviously keep an eye once again on the starting lineup news for this team. If it's Ursan, right now I have it projected for Ursan 24, Marvin Williams 24. I just I just gave them a split down the middle. But they went small. Uh, they went small ball. Um, they had lineups that were running Middleton, Bledsoe, Dante with Marvin Williams at the five. Like they went very small. So if you do see a Marvin Williams at the five starting lineup, do not be shocked. But if you do see a Marvin Williams at the four, I'll be sure to change that in the projections right now. This is a placeholder. I'm giving them both 24 minutes. Whoever does start, I'll probably bump to 26, the other one 20 or 22. But at Marvin Williams' price point, like he got bumped up to 5,000. We'll talk about it. He's just not that appealing now. Ursan's barely appealing at the $4,600 price tag if he starts. Um, so yeah, it, it's just Middleton uh, and Bud so seeing the biggest bumps. Uh, and then some to, at that point, Dante DiVincenzo and a little bit to Brooke Lopez. Uh, and then finally, Marcus All did play yesterday. So in Toronto, Marcus All did play. He was limited. He only played 16 minutes. I gave him another 16 today. I gave Serge Ibaka 32. Serge Ibaka played like 36 last night. So we'll see on the second night of a back-to-back if Gasol even plays. But he was limited last night, so I assume he's limited tonight. And Fred Van Vliet, who missed again last night and has missed now at like five or six or seven games in a row, questionable with a shoulder. I'm currently projecting him out. That benefits OGM and Anobi. That benefits Norman Powell the most. A little bit to um, Kyle Lowry. If Fred Van Vliet is in at 6,500, he becomes a very strong option across every single site tonight. So... With that being said, we can just take a look at the target offense sheet if you want to look at it. The highest totals on the slate is Atlanta, 114.5, four-point favorites over Charlotte today. Uh, the highest game total is a 225 total. This I'm projecting this total, so this could be off. Uh, 114 team implied total for Denver, 111 for Milwaukee as Denver. Three-point favorites tonight with no Giannis on the court. And in the last game on the slate, four-point favorites Utah, 113.75 team implied total. Toronto, 109.75. So really, just all these totals aren't standing out all that much. The Utah, all these pace environments aren't standing out that much charlotte plays at such a slow pace that'll be a really slower pace game denver plays at a slow pace milwaukee plays faster that'll be average utah and toronto will be a little bit around average as well so nothing really stands out in terms of one being an overwhelming game environment so what i have here right now and i'm going to blow this up a little bit more for the people at home I currently have on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, um, less players than usual because it's only a three-game slate. I'm not putting I got 29 players in a player pool. I'm not putting them all on the board. Um, but I got pl- 12 players on the screen right now that do stand out based on the way I'm projecting the slate, based on the players that I'm projecting out, the guys I'm projecting in, uh, pretty much projecting all the Atlanta guys in except DeAndre Bemery, projecting out Fred Van Vliet, projecting in Marcus Hall for 16 minutes, and Serge Ibaka for 32. Trey Young doesn't grade out all that great, right? Uh, he's not a... When, so today, yesterday I said I had 35 guys projected for 5.3x value or better. Today, and um, and yesterday I said if you're looking for 5x or better, it's just not going to pay off. Based on today, until we get some more injury news and it only being a three-game slate, it's obviously 5x and, and 5.1x are going to be more valuable. I only have 5.3x or better and only. I mean, I got I got a decent amount. I got seven guys at that point. But then there's not much more... Um, nobody, nobody is above 5.2x that adds on to that. So seven guys at really 5.2x or better today compared to 35 yesterday. There's also a third of the games on the slate or so. Um, but Trey Young, like he's not going to grade out all that great point per dollar wise. 10,300 in a really slow paced game. He's obviously just fantastic though in a good matchup. But when I just project it by fantasy pure points, pure, pure fantasy points, Trey Young's projecting out for almost five more fantasy points for me right now than anybody else on the slate. 
So it makes Trey Young appealing just from an overall standpoint of how many points he can score. Um, Middleton, I don't have to say much. He's going to play 35 minutes at a median. He's going to score around 1.3 to 1.5 fantasy points per minute, and he grades out as my number two overall play. Jamal Murray is a guy that in GPPs has a nice ceiling, the 1.5x multiplier over on SuperDraft, which if you want 10 free dollars to play in SuperDraft upon deposit, use the link down below. I have a lot of promotions down there that give you extra free money. Uh, also, if you want to use the promo code SAL on SuperDraft, you could do so. But he looks pretty good there at a 1.5x multiplier, $7,000 for a guy who, when the game stay close, going to play 34, going to play 35 minutes, three-point spread on today's game looks pretty good. Terry Rozier and Devontae Graham, both of them back-to-back here. Um, I prefer Rozier over on SuperDraft, where he has a 1.65x multiplier compared to Devontae Graham's 1.55x. And then they're pretty much the similar prices um, on both sides. Uh, Graham has a better overall price on Fantasy Draft by $300. It's a toss-up for me. I guess the way that I currently look at it is that I do prefer... And it's 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 really going to be a toss-up at this point. Um, for me, it's probably me preferring Devontae Graham. Uh, they both look like decent options today, but I'll go with Devontae Graham. The only thing that's nice about Terry Rozier is Graham's minutes have been fluctuating from like 32 to 33, sometimes 34. Rozier's like at the bottom number 35 as of late, but the upside of his 37, 38 minute games over the last couple of days. So I do think Rozier is at least appealing. Um, just one of the guys that's in a, in a basket of like, I don't know, 10 guys at the bottom of my player pool though at similar projections Boyan Bogdanovich at 6100 looks okay today tougher matchup for him um especially if OG Ananobi's going to be out there more because Fred Van Vliet is not to play so one of the guys I don't like as much similar to Rogier and Graham the 6k range today is just not that appealing um I'll be honest with you so it's a lot of guys who have GPP upside like Graham um at the top of it 7k flat like Jamal Murray but they're just not that appealing just off the bat Serge Ibaka looks really strong at 5,900, 1.55x multiplier. Marcus Gasol being back, I think, hurts Chris Bouchard right now, if anything, as long as Gasol is going to stay limited. Then 1.55x multiplier um, ends up being my, if I project, if, if I filter this by Super Draft real quickly for just a sneak at that, um, Ibaka ends up being my, like, 10th overall play in the day on Super Draft. Eric Bledsoe, he ends up being my number two play on Super Draft, number one play on Fantasy Draft, number one play on DraftKings. He's just way too cheap um, everywhere. He's, he's ridiculously cheap, 11300 over on Super Draft. Yeah, go get you some of that. $5,700 on DraftKings, probably locked that in tonight. He was like 60% on last night, 40% of the field didn't know what they were doing. He'll probably be 90% on tonight, and 10% of the field will probably more so trying to fade it just for game theory standpoints, and that's fine. But um, Eric Bledsoe at 5700 looks strong, 1.5x multiplier, or 1.5x multiplier tonight, and also 1.5 fantasy points per minute with um, Giannis off the court. P.J. Washington at 5,600, strong matchup versus Atlanta. Have him down right now for 31 minutes, I believe. Makes him grade out pretty nice as around a 0.8.85 fantasy point per minute producer. Um, And then you get to Mike Conley, who looks like one of the better values on the slate. Uh, Mike Conley continuously just underpriced for a guy playing around 30 minutes or so. Um, Mike Conley right now, as it is in the morning, is grading out as my fifth overall play on the slate tonight. Again, 30 minutes. He's been playing 30 to 32 as of late, so I'm not even, he can obviously play more. The matchup will be tougher for him, again, especially if Ojean and Obi's out there more. But it's just too good to pass up on a slate that's lacking value. He is one of the outside of the um, outside of the guys that are in Milwaukee today, like Chris Middleton with no Giannis, like Budso with no Giannis. He's one of the guys who stands out like a sore thumb value wise for me. 
Cody Zeller, if he plays the 24 plus minutes like he's played in the last two games, he'll look really strong at 4,900 in a matchup against Atlanta that is going to throw out Dwayne Dedman out there and then Damian Jones for like six minutes and then John Collins at the five and go smaller. Uh, but if he plays 20 minutes, 4,900 is clearly overpriced. So you run the risk there on a three game slate. If he's chalky, maybe it's somebody to get away from. If he's not, maybe it's something to go towards. But at 24 minutes, Cody Zeller will look really good for you. He averages around a fantasy point per minute, and this is a really positive matchup. And then finally, the 12th player on this list is Paul Millsap. Again, the exact same thing can be said for Paul Millsap. If you get 20 minutes out of Paul Millsap at 4,600 versus Milwaukee, you're probably not going to get there. If you get, I don't know, 24 to 26, like he's given you two out of the last three games when he actually hits value at the same price point, then yeah, he's going to get you there. So another guy similar to Zeller that just naturally they'll probably pick up ownership, but if they're overly chalky, like top three or five owned guys tonight, then it's probably something that I can get away from at least one of them. So that's where I'm at. It's a quick little three game slate, quick little video here. I appreciate if you hit the subscribe button before you go. Um, We did a contest for a $50 giveaway. I reached out to the individual this morning uh, for the podcast. If you were to just subscribe to it, it's on Twitter. So be sure to follow me on Twitter. I do contests with some of the advertising partners and giveaways and just my channel pretty much weekly at this point. So be sure to check that out. Do appreciate that. Hit the subscribe button before you go here on the podcast version. Get entered into the $25 week-long giveaway for the podcast. All you have to do there is hit the subscribe button on any and all. You get an entry for each one that you hit the subscribe button on podcast platform. And also over here on YouTube, what's the notification bell? We'll get you into the entry. Check out drafters.com, promo code SAL100. Even if you've already used that promo code over there, I think you can use it again. So apparently it's a secret, but check that out. See if it works for you. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great start to your week. The best day of the week is Monday. Make it a good one. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe, helps me out, helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.